fire. There are many ways to create and control it. Controlling fire was a turning point in human evolution. Fire provided warmth, the ability to explore new methods of making food, and allowed humans to carry on with their activities after the sun had set. Further manipulation of fire allowed humans to explore new methods of manufacturing tools and weapons. In Charles Darwin's The Descent of Man, he regarded controlled fire as likely the greatest discovery by humanity, second only to language. Controlling fire is just as important today as it was when it was first discovered. Let's go see what we can heat up. Welcome to Audio from Space. Well, no, not that space. The space I'm talking about is a space like this. Or a space like this. Or even a space like this. All right, all right. I know you get the idea. So let me introduce myself. I'm Matt McCorkle. Join me and my friends as we explore sound and music from all different types of spaces. Today we're going to record various forms of fire, from tiny match lights to bonfires. Here to join us on our journey is the group Righteous Girls, comprised of flautist Gina Izo and pianist Erica Doi. They both bring a unique spin to their instruments. Gina uses electronics to create wild soundscapes with her flute. Erica prepares her piano using nails, putty, and other tools on the piano's strings to create fascinating timbres. Together, we're going to imagine different soundscapes of fire and music. First, we need to collect sounds of fire. Let's start with a match. How about a stormproof match? These burn for a while. A fireplace is always pleasant. This log with cooling embers provides a wonderful backdrop. This bonfire is intense. I'm standing in the middle of a field that is on fire. It's very hot. I love it. We're warmed up. Let's go meet up with Righteous Girls and reimagine these sounds into music.
Let's go hang with Righteous Girls. Hi, I am Gina. I play the flute, and I am originally from Buffalo, New York, and I have been in New York City for the past 11 years, and I studied music at the Manhattan School of Music. Hi, I'm Erica Doi. I'm from Japan, uh, Osaka originally. I've lived in New York for nine years. I play the piano. I studied at Manhattan School of Music. When did you both start playing music, and what instruments did you start on? I've only played the piano, um, and I started when I was three. I actually picked up a clarinet for a year, but that's it. What made you quit the clarinet? It was just too much time, but I loved it. (laughs) How about you, Gina? 
I began on flute and I uh, started playing when I was about 10 years old. What music did you start out playing, both of you? Classical. 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 Nice, nice. When, why, and how did Righteous Girls form? Well, we were in uh, Manhattan School of Music together for undergrad, and we were friends, and we decided we were gonna we wanted to play together. What brought you together experimental-wise? Did you meet in a club, or did you meet in a rehearsal? Parties. Parties? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we met back in probably like 2006, 2007. Yeah. And uh, I was told uh, by a group of friends of ours uh, who were playing football in Central Park that there was a really cool girl that I would probably get along with playing. And so uh, they asked me to join them, but I chickened out and I actually went to the park and didn't play. So I missed the opportunity of meeting Erica then. And we later uh, came to uh, later found out once we had started playing together that we were supposed to meet months earlier. I love that story. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember you like walking like in circle with like <laughs> not playing football. Oh, and wow. Erica is in there tackling everybody <laughs> she's playing with. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we met shortly after that uh, by the same friends, and uh, we ended up at a concert at Manhattan School together. It was a vocal piano recital. And they played a piece, uh, the singer, uh, she sang a piece by Joseph Schwantner uh, called Black Anemones. And we thought it was beautiful and uh, looked at the music to see if we could arrange it for flute and piano and found that there was, in fact, already an arrangement for flute and piano. So we started off with that piece. Awesome. Where did you perform that piece? Uh, We played in Japan. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow, you went a long <laughs> ways from New York for your first piece. I love yeah. it. <laughs> that was the first concert we had. That's awesome. Well, what's it like performing live together? I feel like we know each other so well when we perform together that it's kind of really easy, actually. Yeah. I feel like I know exactly when she's going to come in, when Gina comes in. or Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, I think over the course of the six years we've been working together, um, we started off with, aside from the Joseph Schwantner piece, but we started off with more classical repertoire and decided to experiment with some stuff that we had never done before, and including improvisation. And uh, when we started getting into that, it was a beginning for both of us. So we kind of developed that language together. And so it's kind of just progressed from that over the course of the six years. So I think now we're kind of talking our own language. Has there ever been anything on stage before where something crazy happened, like, you know, when you covered each other's backs? You're shaking your head, yes. I <laughs> yes. feel like there's a good story behind I think this. the first time that that ever happened, my music fell off my stand or something, I remember. And, and Erica started uh, vamping on a loop oh. and just hung out there. <laughs> and we slowly m- brought ourselves back in to a, a, to a starting point, which was never addressed. We never decided, okay, if something happens, this is where we'll start. But somehow we transitioned back in and we were improvising back and forth for a little while, maybe longer than we had hoped, and then got back into the piece. So There was never an emergency plan. It was you just knew what to do. <laughs> I so cool. forgot about that. Can you tell us a bit about your prepared piano, Erica? 
Sure. For this uh, recording video, um, for this session, um, I put some bolts and uh, sticky tag. Um, yeah, into piano strings, and that creates a interesting timbre. Why did you feel you wanted to explore this? Well, um, when I was in um, my master's for contemporary music at Manhattan School of Music, um, I've learned a lot of rap from uh, like John Cage era <laughs> or other compositions that involve um, prepared piano. Especially our friend, good friend Andy Akiho, he ex- experiments a lot with prepared piano and I've gotten a lot of ideas from his music actually where do you feel like you want to take prepared piano in the future for you um well i think just kind of keep experimenting and yeah i love improvising with them and i guess (laughs) just kind of like keep learning the way that is safe for the piano so that i can be confident and go to the venue and be like, no, this is totally fine. <laughs> that is true. We did record the piano for this at Alex Sterling's studio. And we'll give him a shout out because he was so amazing and totally. helpful with us coming in there. And he has a beautiful baby grand Steinway that's and right. um, unbelievable. Yeah, yes. that's so cool. Well, and Gina, you do all sorts of looping with your flute and distortion and all sorts of wild stuff. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yes, in uh, live settings i i play with a a clip-on mic which i uh, stream through a series of different pedals and it changes every time we play but the the general setup i use um i have a reverb pedal on which I, these are all guitar pedals and i have a reverb pedal on i have a delay pedal uh sometimes i will have a looping pedal or a multi-looping station or a single loop as well as distortion depending on uh, what is on our program. We like to think of ourselves as more than just two people, I think is really the effect we're going for. So you will have multiple sounds um, flooding through a PA system or uh, amp, and then we'll be playing over the top of it, which makes it sound like there are multiple people on the stage. And oftentimes uh, with Erica, if she's playing the piano and she's also um, uh, using the prepared piano sounds at the same time, it sounds like percussion on top of the piano. And even oftentimes I will play inside the piano while Erica is doing that. So there's really a lot of different things going on at one time. Yeah, we are kind of trying to maximize what we can with what we have. Yeah, totally. It's like a a musical unit. Um, Okay, so my last question is, what's the wildest space you would like to perform in? Anywhere. Anytime. Uh, So I I think it would be incredible. There was a place I had visited in Chattanooga, Tennessee when I was little. I must have been probably like six or seven years old called Ruby Falls. And it... um, it is a it's a cavern probably a thousand feet below the ground a limestone cave that I think act, would act as a huge echo chamber and if we could bring a grand piano down twelve hundred feet below the Just ground slowly down spider, in this beautiful cavernous space uh, with a gorgeous waterfall um, I think that would be an absolutely ideal. 
place for us to play. That sounds very idyllic. Well, for me, um, anything outside is nice. Because, <laughs> I mean, I never had the luxury of, um, you know, piano, you have to move it around. So, I mean, you can't move it around. So, um, I always was jealous of, like, a guitarist just playing in the park or just at the beach or something. Mm-hmm. Like, that just... I don't know. I mean, it's not the wildest, but for me, no. That's but just for so a pianist, <laughs> yes, any place outside of the confines of yeah. wherever your piano is, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. This was such a fun experience. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you, you so much. Yeah. Listen in to Righteous Girls' recent track, "Girls," composed by Pascal LeBuff. Sound and music are everywhere. Explore the sounds in this piece to create your own production. Head to audiofrom.space and download the goodie bag full of awesome sounds from this episode. See ya!